Craft Beer Radio, episode 138 on April 30th, 2009. Welcome to Craft Beer Radio. I'm Greg. And this is Jeff. Tonight we're doing a, a bit of a grab bag. We got a couple uh, Frank Zappa beers from Lagunitas and, and two other beers to round up the show. Let's start off with the 100th anniversary from Shiner Brewing, or from Spitzel Brewery. Spitzel. That's the Shiner 100 Commemorator. Now, unfortunately, I do not have my computer and all the information with me tonight, so we're just going to have to go at this. This is the Bach beer. Commemorator has the name, like, the Doppelbox carry, right, Mm -hmm. with the Ators. This is their 100th anniversary. The last couple years, they've been doing beers leading up to this. They did, like, the 97, the 98, and the 99. And this is the 100. This came out a 12-ounce bottle. Got it from my neighbor Aaron because his dad brought it back from some place where Shiner is sold. I see. Well, it's got a nice caramel color to it. It's very, very translucent. Uh, it has about two fingers worth of head, little white fluffy head. And it has... It's, it's a very clean malt flavor. It, it's not too toasty or anything. It's, uh, it reminds me aroma-wise of the alt beer that I brewed. It has maybe a little bit of acetaldehyde in the aroma, a little bit of green apple. Is, it just, just a touch is reminding me of green apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. It, it, when I think Bach, you know, I'm expecting big malt, and that's not what I'm smelling, and that's why I was a little bit surprised. It almost smelt noble hop bitch to me right. have you had shiner bach yes yeah yeah we did the whole so you know this is the same brewery that does shiner bach and but i've had you know i've had other things for shiner that's very good there uh, i think it was their hefeweizen was very good yeah the kosh and it was a kosh. the kosh was very yeah their kosh was yeah. great but you know think of shiner bach anniversary ties and that's probably what we should have our expectations for here i think the green if apple it, if it turns into a celebratory then we're going to be you know way over our expectations I think Green Apple is is a very good, uh, a very good pick in terms of aroma. I'm getting malt too. It just there's a bit of acetaldehyde on top of it. It's definitely maltier than I remember from mm-hmm. from Shiner Bach. It's got more front forward, deep malt flavor. A little bit of that that cross between kind of a, a dark cherry and chocolate. Okay, yeah. It ends with something, though. It ends a little bit off. It It's not as chewy as you would expect, something with a commemorator-type name. It's, so it's a little bit thin for, you know, a big, heavy Bach. It, it has a fair amount of hop. I mean, it's not a yeah, hoppy it, beer, but it, it has ends, a fair amount of hops to balance the beer. It's not definitely not a malt-forward. It's a good balance on it. It ends kind of, though, on sort of a, a, a grassy hop flavor. Okay. Which mm-hmm. I get that. Has a little bit of sulfur quality to it, I think. The sulfur is probably from the the malt used more so. But if you're getting a little something that's Well, I compare it to one of the things I've been getting into recently, because A they're cheap and B they're awesome, are cooking Brussels sprouts. Okay. Brussels sprouts are great. But they do have kind of a sulfury Okay. Bit of funkiness to them. I've been on an asparagus kick lately, actually. How's your pee smell? It smells like beer. <laughs> no, I, I um, I had really yellow 
tea after the Brussels sprouts, and it had a smell. And I've had hops. You mean asparagus? That, you mean? I'm sorry, asparagus. And I've had hops. There's no, I've had IPAs with asparagus pea type smell. So I just added a new word to my hop vocabulary. There you go. Uh, but I'm sure all the listeners are going to love. So some of that kind of sulfury, and the best way I can, I, I know it has a negative connotation. We said this before, but sometimes funk can be good. So, you know, it can be a little bit sort of mustardy, a little bit mm-hmm. in that way. Sure. Uh, I don't think this is necessarily as good as the, the funk from a Brussels sprout, but it reminds me something like that. I would that. love to try this and Shiner side by side, because the more I drink this, the more it reminds me of Shiner Bach. It doesn't seem like the 100th anniversary edition of Shiner Bach. It seems really. to be more malt uh, th- than I remember from Shiner Bach. I remember Shiner Bach being almost uh, Newcastle-ish, Newcastle-ish in its okay. avoidance of anything r- remotely uh, close to flavor. I think if we all, if we each had a full glass of this one, I think we might evolve into it a little bit more and maybe get a little bit better calibrated for it. We might enjoy it by the end of the glass, but because I'm starting to come around just a little bit and my beer is just about gone. I, I like the front on this. I just don't like how it ends, and that's a big negative when it comes to beer. Beer, even if the, if the front is bad but it ends good, that's better than the, the beer that's, that's front and good and ends kind of bad. Okay, that I, I get what you're talking around. about. You're talking about sulfury on the end? Mm-hmm. I just got some of that. It reminded me of um, corn-type flavor, almost like the, the cooked corn Iron City-type aftertaste, right? Yeah, like I said, a little bit of, of, of a noble-ish, yeah. noble hoppish type thing. Uh, I'm getting more so of some corn, you know, like corn tortilla or something like that. Maybe that fungus that they grow on corn, the black stuff, that's apparently really tasty. Oh, I don't know. Didn't know you could eat black corn fungus. You can. There are lots of funguses you can eat. We eat yeast all the time. Mm-hmm. I guess I should say fungi. Funguses. Funguses this is. Okay, so let's move on to this one next. This is Ninkasi Brewing Company's Believer Double Red Ale. We did Ninkasi one other time on the show. We did their double IPA. This is a beer that's signed by Gary. It, the bottle was spoiled. Remember that one? No, I don't. Ninkasi means like the goddess of brewing in Babylonian oh, or whatever. I vaguely remember that, yeah. So the label was similar. It was a dark green label like this, though. So we were had high hopes for it, and the beer was... Ew, horrible because of something that happened in the bottle, most likely. Uh, Ninkasi is a pretty popular brewery. I like the smell off that one. This one definitely smells hoppy. It's got the same, well, it's, got, it's a little bit darker caramel color. Not quite as clear as the Shiner. This one looks a lot darker to me. This one's a, a brown. It looks like a deep brown ale, dark, almost a porter. Your glass when you're holding it up, however. Yeah, actually, when sitting on the table, it looks lighter because the reflection from the table. Right. When you hold it up in the air, it looks like a dark, dark red ale. But it's certainly not nearly as translucent, right? I mean, you can see through it, but yeah, it's not nearly the kind Six, of clearness. 6.9% alcohol by volume, brewed in Eugene, Oregon. I like the hop aroma that's coming out of this. I'm trying to identify that, like a nugget-type aroma. It's, it's really hard to say. It's You know, it's this double red ale. There's a lot of... A lot of malt in there, and the malt is making it smell really like a really juicy hop, almost like I'm thinking it's something a little more normal. I mean, I'm smelling like Cascade you think it's, well, or something. Yeah, I mean, when I think Cascade, I think grapefruit, and this smells more tangerine-ish. Yeah, could be. 
it's hard to say. With a double red ale, the malts are going to play such a big role in the, the flavor. that. I mean, as I spin this up, that, that hop aroma is enticing. I think we're tasting more grapefruit, though, in the flavor. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely get a Cascade vibe from, from it, the it, hops. It tastes a lot grapefruit. I mean, it's acidic. It's part or it's puckery and tart. It's got that uh, pithy, a little bit of that pithiness. It's, the, it, the, the malt is is trying to break through, but the hops are really overpowering it. Now, it's a West Coast beer, Oregon. They like to do that. You wouldn't be able to tell from the aroma. The aroma is, is significantly different from the flavor. Not that this isn't very good. I mean, it's a, if you were looking for hoppy ale, have at it. Mm-hmm. Have at it, folks. That's this a, one's- I'm stunned at how grapefruit tea it is. Not grapefruit-like, but grapefruit tea. I mean, it's, it's like eating a piece of grapefruit. Without, I mean, I'm puckering. I'm yeah, with everything. no with no sugar on it. <laughs> yeah, and it has a rough. I mean, I shouldn't say rough. It has an intense, long lasting aftertaste on this one. The, the only difference between this and and a grapefruit is a there's no like fibers and b there's not a lot of tartness. Not getting tartness on this one. Not getting a huge amount of tartness that I would out of an actual grapefruit. Getting a little bit of, of, of it on the side, but not the same kind I'm of I'm like. getting it in my cheeks and on top of my mouth, but my tongue, not so much. But it, like, my cheeks feel exactly like I just had a piece of grapefruit in it. You could market this as alcoholic grapefruit juice, and some people might be like, tastes a little thick for that, but I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> grapefruit cider, would you call it? This beer, of course, there's no grapefruit in it. It's all hops, but it, it, it's amazing how much it just brings to mind grapefruit and uh, a nice, you know, big breakfast grapefruit. Maybe with a little go well with some toast and uh, butter, <laughs> you know, right in the morning and some coffee. <laughs> this would go well. This is a, almost like a breakfast beer. Yeah, it's um, it's intense for sure. I'm trying to dig out more malt because we've said grapefruit, 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 grapefruit. I want to I want to describe this beer a little bit more, but it, it's just such a it's a it's very juicy. I'd also say that. I mean, the, the mouthfeel it, it brings out like you just you know bit into a big a big peach that tastes like a grapefruit. This this beer is not super fresh either. Imagine how hoppy this thing was when it was fresh. Well, you never know. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was very. And maybe it tasted very. You'd expect it to fade though. I'm certainly glad it's not skunked. I wish I brought my computer with me. I had to run out of the office today in order to pick up my friend, so I didn't get a chance. So I don't have any information on these beers, unfortunately. We're okay. We're okay. The label doesn't say much. It's not marketing speak. Perfection in every sip. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) That's a little far to go, don't you think? I mean, perfection in every sip. That would might as well just quit brewing, right? Yeah. That'd be like, you drink it and you're going to shit diamonds. Now that would be a hell of a marketing scheme. However, diamonds are not really that rare. Gemstone diamonds are, aren't they? No. As a matter of fact, it's a very controlled market. There are warehouses full of the shit. Hmm. Break in and steal some. Shouldn't say that on the internet. (laughs) I could go on and on. In fact, I probably will. Post show my whole rant on diamonds. Let me write that down so I don't forget. So, okay, so very grapefruity, that's kind of it. I mean, that's really what you're getting. You're, you're getting yeah. a big a big glass of grapefruit. And maybe if you had like three or four of these, you'd be drunk because it's pretty high in alcohol, right? 6.97%. 7. So if you had three or four of these in these 12 ounce, in, in these 24, 22. 22 ounce bombers, you're, 
you're going to find yourself slightly impaired. But at the same time, you may be able to start picking things out. Right we, now, right after this Bach uh, and the brown ale we had in the pre-show, I'm just getting grapefruit, grapefruit, yeah, grapefruit. Me too. I was drinking it, trying to find more descriptors on the malt, but it's grapefruit juice. It is a great big grapefruit juice. So next week, we, we finally come to our theme. <laughs> it's <laughs> such a good job of putting this together. We have two Zappa beers. From Lagunitas. They from put out Lagunitas. these beers on the 40th anniversary of the album's release. So the first one we're going to do is we're only in it for the money. And that has a cover that's a spoof off of um, Sergeant Sergeant Pepper's. Pepper, yeah. So I don't know about you. Frankly, I'm not a huge Zappa fan. I'm not a big music guy anyway. So I can appreciate the way that Zappa plays with musical ideas. Mm-hmm. But it's just not my thing. I've never. I don't have too much experience with Zappa, other than a couple of his. I don't even say popular songs. A couple of his like dirty songs, you know, like Bobby Brown and well, Valley Girl's not that dirty, but especially Bobby Brown. That was the first Zappa song I ever heard. Do you know the one I'm talking about? I think so. I Rob Bain played it for us. I think that's the first time I heard <laughs> heard it was when Rob played it for us. I think that people who really like music have a lot more appreciation for Zappa because of the way he, he played with music. What am I smelling? I'm trying to... We're only in it for the money. I'm smelling it. First sip, it smelled like a triple. Or whiff, first whiff, it smelled like a triple. Second whiff, it smelled like barbecue sauce. <laughs> you smell barbecue sauce? I smell components of barbecue sauce. <laughs> this is a golden beer. Big fluffy head. Uh, it, it's the smokiness. There's a smokiness yeah. to it. And that's what's come. you know, it's reminding you of ribs, right? And, yeah. And, but it doesn't smell like, you know, a sugary barbecue I, sauce. I got a sugary barbecue sauce, but mind my brain playing with me saying, that's ribs, what goes on ribs, and then it Almost smells like beef jerky. Yeah. That's what I'm smelling more so now. With the second aroma, second sniff I took, it smelled like barbecue sauce. Maybe my brain was manufacturing the hey it smells like roast pork or you know grilled pork what do you put on that? well you know how cloves turn into ham for you so it, it's not surprising yeah oh <laughs> here's the style it is a belgian style triple it's written down here in the corner man i wish i would have gone through my spice rack recently because there's there's something in here a very powerful flavor here that is reminiscent you know what okay I'm going to call it out, see if you, see if you agree. Teriyaki? Could be. I mean, <laughs> that, that's that whole meat thing we've been Yeah, I mean, it's like it's... the combination of, of, of soy sauce and, and mirin, and uh, mirin is, is rice wine, the sweet rice wine. It gives that, it's, it's a slight Asian flavor. Mm-hmm. It's close to ginger, but not quite there. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking, is it ginger... But no, it's it's not quite as sweet and, and minty. Mm-hmm. Minty's not really the right word, but you know that 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 cutting. It doesn't have that, the same cutting. Yeah, the uh, olf- the olfactory the yeah. olfactory component of ginger. That's interesting. But I'm tasting sort of teriyaki covered with cinnamon. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? it? It's remarkable to me because in the same way. That I guess Zappa played with sound of music. They're playing 
here mm-hmm. with, with a beer, and they're giving me flavors that I've never had in a beer. And while they may not be awesome drinkers, they are certainly unique, and they certainly have my respect for going in, in places that people haven't gone before. Mm-hmm. So I am enthusiastically ambivalent about this beer. <laughs> Let me put it that way. <laughs> I, I don't like it, but I really like what I don't like about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm i not saying this is the most trickable beer in the world because it's not. It's a beer you got to really like think and figure out. And like, what the hell am I tasting? Mm-hmm. At the same time, the great thing about beer is that you can make a beer like this. Right. You can do something like this. The more I drink it, the less I'm tasting the meat. And it's reminding me more of one of the Abbey triples. Um, it's reminding me more of something like West Mall. Very chewy triple. It's starting to come around like that to me. And I'm not tasting the meat as much anymore. Yeah, the, the sugar is starting to come through a little bit more as, as, I, as I taste it. It's just that initial shock of what the heck is that? Mm-hmm. Especially compared to, okay, you know, basically grapefruit bomb. Uh, essentially a slightly malty, a little bit sulfury. He's talking about the Shiner 100. The right Shiner now. 100. And then the relatively straightforward brown ale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, you know, comes out of nowhere. It's like, okay, I'm going to give you flavors you never tried before. How do you like that? I don't know how I like it, but I know... What did you say? Optimistically ambivalent. <laughs> enthusiastically ambivalent. In the sense that I would say, I don't know whether you're going to like this beer or not, but I would say you should try it. <laughs> because if you're like me, you you like trying things that are different. You like to explore. And this is an exploration into something new. And it's something that's not gross new. It's something that's interesting new. I'm not sure whether it's incredibly awesome new, but it's interesting mm-hmm. new, and yeah. that's more than enough to get me, you know, riled up and you know happy about a beer. Yeah, certainly. It was fascinating. Mine's gone. It's uh, I was just trying to drink, trying to figure out, and when it started coming around, it tastes like a West Mall. That it's a good triple, and yeah, the first couple of sips were um, very curious. Calling it a good drinker? No, it's it's a big beer. It's um. It's definitely take a couple sips and think about a beer. But yeah. it's, it's a good beer to try, for sure. But it's a one-time release, so if you don't have it or it's not on the shelf still, you ain't going to get it. I can't stress enough how happy I am that uh, that beer companies do this. Oh, yeah. And I talked about this before in another show, about how I love what... Sam Calagione at Dogfish Head is doing I love what beer companies are doing where they're going outside the box they're saying screw your Ryan Heinz boot you're a 500 year old law that shouldn't have any bearing on what we do because beer is more than just these four ingredients beer mm-hmm. is something that's special in the sense of what you can do with it and here we're playing around. Maybe it's not the best beer in the world. I wouldn't classify it as my favorite beer by a long shot. But I love that they're trying. I love no, that they're playing. Absolutely. Good stuff. I doubt any of these beers will be in the Does My Butt Look Big in This Beer from Bob Skilnick. Yep, this is the book that has the, the calories for The great 2, Bob 000. Skilnick. He's a great guy. We interviewed him before for his Chicago, the Beer in Chicago book, which was yeah. that called? Yeah, uh, History of, beer, of Brewing in Chicago. Which was a really interesting book, and uh, he's a great guest. Good guy. 
blowing smoke up his ass there, Greg. I liked him. What are you going to do? Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, that's why we're giving him plugs. I don't want to just flat out promote this, but if we do drink beers that are in here, you know, it's interesting. To hey, I like the guy, content. so I'm sure. going to give him my my prop. Okay, he gave us a couple books for free, but he didn't give us any money. You know, it's not sure. like he. <laughs> And books we ended up giving away. So. Yeah. All right. So you ready for the next beer? I am. All right. So this is Reuben and the Jets. And da, 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 the Reuben and the Jets. I don't know how Reuben and the Jets. Goes. I, I know how Benny and the Jets yeah. goes. So. So on the the corner where they say the style, this is a Bapa Do A Do style ale. Oh, okay. Now, which one is that of the BJCP? <laughs> That's number I think ninety eight. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I've never seen bombers with twist offs. These are twenty two ounce bombers, but they're twist offs. Okay, so here we go. This is darker. <laughs> this is kind of porter like in the way it looks, and it's got but it has a little bit of red highlights at the bottom. Yeah, I held up the bottles to the light to see which one was darker, and that's why I picked the drinking order. So yeah, this one looks like a brown ale, maybe a light porter. If you're wondering about the knocking, we are trying to hold back the Cloverfield monster. <laughs> Named Allison. <laughs> right. She's been a handful. She's been great and fun to play with, but there hasn't been much time for Jeff to edit the show. And well, is she entering her terrible twos? I think she's going to hit them early. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when she's in bed, you know, recently I've just been like, oh, I just want to relax. I don't want to spend another two hours working on the show. So what do we have on this one, aroma-wise? Clove. That's what I smelled first, clove or, or uh, something spicy. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I smell... I'm getting something that's reminded me of sli- something slightly woody, right? Where cl- a clove is, you know, a cellulose-type spice. You know, to be honest, I think a clove is a flower? I, I, yeah, I don't know what a, what a clove is, to be honest. I think it's a, a botanically it's a flower. I, I yeah, don't but know. it's... I don't know, all the clothes I've ever seen are, you know, pretty woody. And, you know, something in clove, cinnamon. And I'm not saying it smells like Paulo Santa Marone from Dogfish Head, but it has that aromatic type character to it. I just got beer on my nose. <laughs> up your nose? <laughs> not up my uh, nose, but on my nose. But I was trying to, like, sniff it closer, closer, closer. Yeah, it, it's a little smell. Um, what do you think about just throwing out there that it has something similar to Alaskan Smoke Porter going on in the aroma? It's sweeter than that. It doesn't have the kind of of smokiness, the kind of effervescence of smokiness that I would get from Alaskan smoked porter. It, it smells sweeter. Definitely more porterish on the aroma, but I don't I don't get the Alaskan quite so much. Right. It's a porter. Sweet porter. Mm-hmm. First sip, it was kind of tart or stringent. Second one came in a lot sweeter. And I'm telling you, it's reminding me, it's not the same, but it, it's very similar to Palo Santo from Dogfish Head. A little bit less of the aromatic wood, of course, but it's reminding me so much of that beer. To give you an idea of where it falls, uh, a sweeter prunish, mm-hmm. dark fruit prunish porter. How is it different from a stout? It doesn't have the creaminess of a stout, doesn't have doesn't have a the, ton of body. doesn't have the body of the stout, but it also doesn't have... Quite as much astringency as you would expect from a typical porter. It doesn't have quite the raisiny type character. It's more plumish, more yeah, more it's sweet. It's, it's yeah. sweeter than your average porter. I'm trying to think, is like molasses? not as molasses in there. 
You're getting like a molasses type flavor? Yeah, I could see that. Maybe a, a, like a pomegranate molasses. Something, you know, a fruity molasses as opposed to like a black strap. Yeah. How about molasses and honey? I could see that. I always wonder about honey flavor because I think it can be disguised as so many other things. Right. Sure. So, and I'm not really talking about fermented molasses or fermented honey because those are different. Right. I think it more so just straight the flavors up. of straight yeah. up flavors. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think you know a fruity. A fruit born molasses type thing, like okay. I said, pomegranate. Pomegranate is actually probably a good flavor that to, to describe this. If you ever had pomegranate juice, or you ever had a, a pomegranate, which are great, by the way. I love pomegranates. They're nature's candy. They're awesome, but they're hard to open. Mm-hmm. But they are. <laughs> Those tasty. are the, you eat the little seed things. Right? Eat the little yeah, the little seedling thingies. Do you eat the whole thing, or do you eat what's like around the seed and spit out the seeds? You eat the. I think they're droplets. Okay. But they're essentially like these little encased, cellulose-encased water packets mm-hmm. you know, with flavor in them. Okay. Right? And you eat those. Okay. And um, you have pomegranate juice. It's justifiably expensive because you get this tiny little bit of juice out of these pockets, and you have to kind of squeeze them out, get rid of all the cellulose and all the other stuff, mm-hmm. and turn that into a big thing of juice. But it is damn tasty. And this has a flavor reminiscent of that with, you know, a little bit more malt and just a slight bit of bitterness mm-hmm. from hops. Not nearly the kind of experimental, what the hell are you doing, like the other one. Right. Probably better drinker overall. Uh, probably the most solid beer of the night. Well, I don't know because the grapefruit one was uh, pretty solid if you just want a grapefruit. So I'm having trouble. Actually, I'm having trouble thinking about these. Let me let me go over them and talk them over, and and then you can, well, you're making up your mind. All right. So my favorite beer of the night, I'm gonna put the uh, Roni only in it for the money. That triple with the teriyaki, because it was you were you were so enthusiastic because of what they did, and I thought I felt that none of these beers except for the the pre-show beer was like a good drinker you know drink over and over again like ordering a second one of any of these you know maybe the pre-show beer but definitely the pre-show beer but not really the rest of these i'd I'd move on to something new so none of them have that session ability drink it or you know buy a case of type quality but several of these had the you should try this just to experience the type quality and and that one had the best because you're smelling it and like you know i hit that second sniff of barbecue what (laughs) <laughs> and uh, from there on out, it was fascinating that they squeezed that into a beer. I'm going to put the other Lagunitas next. The This one we're drinking right now. This one that's this porter with these spices, this woody flavor, this pomegranate flavor, this molasses. Again, I think you nailed what they're trying to do with these beers. Frank Zappa did crazy, twisted things with music. And they're trying to do beers that are equally unusual. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing that's their motive for these beers. We've, I've had a couple of these in the past. I've had Kill Ugly Radio. And um don't remember that. That's the only one I remember drinking. I think I had one other one. But it just doesn't... I don't remember that one as being anything different. I, if I remember right, that one was just another hoppy beer from Lagunitas, which, you know, Lagunitas does very well. But half their portfolio is some kind of IPA or... Bitter, extremely hockey, extremely yeah. bitter or something, yeah. right? 
<laughs> so uh, third, I'm going to put the uh, the Ninkasi, this grapefruit thing. Another just <laughs> very <grapefruit> thing. <laughs> this is the Believer Double Red Ale from Ninkasi. Same as the other two, it was amazing. They squeezed that much real grapefruit flavor into a beer. It just shocked me. My cheeks were puckering. Not one I could drink a whole bunch of, though. And then I'll put the Shiner 100 last, mostly because if that's the best they can do for their 100th anniversary, they should have just put out Kolsch again. Oh, where are you going to put the uh, pre-show beer? Pre-show beer? If I was sticking in the pre-show beer, drinkability, enjoy, like, just, if I wanted to have a six-pack, first. Really? If I'm, but I think these first two, the, the two Lagunius beers are so unique, I'm going to have to squeeze it in after that. Okay. Because... It's really a split scale for me. If there's a beer I want to order a six pack of, it's the BBC. But if it's a beer that I think everyone who's listening should try, if they see it on the shelf, instead of buying a six pack of the BBC, they should try the Lagunitas ones first. Sorry, did I split my vote there? I try not to. It's your vote. We try not to split the votes, though, so I apologize. Let me see. Let me think here. See, the BBC didn't really impress me all that much because it was more or less a standard-ish brown ale. And I can get that anywhere. I can get better brown ales. I liked it. I thought it was so, I thought it was above average brown ale. I, I liked how it hit me. It hit me well. I'm not going to stick that too high because, you know, I'd say, like, go for Brooklyn before you see that. Or other ones. I mean, like the pecan mm-hmm. one from... Oh. Uh, uh, Lazy Magnolia. Yeah, Lazy Magnolia. I may have to, as crazy as it is, I may have to go with the we're only in it for the money first just because I think people should try it. I mean, I think that it's just, it's wacky. It's out there. It's something, something different that I love things that are different. I love trying new things. When I go to a bar, I don't have the same thing over and over again if I can help it. Now, I well, will. You know, granted, we've done, you know, thousands of beers on the show. We drank, you know, probably not 10,000 beers, but a lot of beers. So, yeah, when we hit something new like this, it, it's certainly noteworthy. I mean, it's, it's not by any stretch of the imagination a wow beer. It do, It's not good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't invoke the kind of, I want to have this all the time. I want right. this flavor whenever I can. Nest, you know, I want to be able to create this flavor and create this beer and have it with me available any <laughs> any time I want to. It doesn't. Right. It's not that at all. No, but no. it it is something different, and different is special in an industry where there is a lot of a lot of work being done, a lot of great work being done, but also a lot of traditionalists that don't go in these directions. And I like to see something like this. I like to see a beer that's going to be like, this beer is different. This beer is different. Give it a shot. It's a one-time release only, so you know, you're not going to hurt yourself. Give it a shot. Number two, I'm going to go with an Inkasi just because there's just something very, very down-to-earth and wholesome about a big grapefruit juice beer. Okay, It's very comforting. In a mm-hmm. way, it's, it's comfort food, comfort beer food. All right. And uh, it worked for me. So I'll go with that number two. Uh, number three, I think I'll go with the Reuben and the Jets, the Porter, because like I said, I liked it. I like the, the flavors there. Not the best Porter in the world, not the best 
not that there's anything in the world, but you know, it's decent. Mm-hmm. Decent enough. I'll go with the BBC uh, for the fourth beer. Again, a nut brown ale that doesn't really wasn't really nutty. Had a little bit more barley to it, more than nutty. And I kind of liked that there was a little bit more up front with its barleyness, but still, I think there are better brown ales out there. And then I'll just go with the Shiner last because I didn't like that sulfury thing at the end. Right. All right. Very cool. Thanks everyone for listening to Craft Beer Radio. See ya. That's it. Later, folks. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Craft Beer Radio. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at beer at craftbeerradio.com. Craft Beer Radio is released under the Creative Commons license. Visit craftbeerradio.com for more information. The opening and closing music is Last Hurrah from the band The Lights Out. You can listen to more of their music at their website, thelightsout.com. Some people get a longer fuse. Yeah.